Swan and you're listening to Birthing Babes Quickie episode. I'm going to talk about things you may or may not need for hospital bags as well as other random baby stuff. Let's talk hospital bags first. I did a bunch of research as to what I should be bringing to the hospital when the baby was coming and I seriously packed three duffel bags. One for labor and birth, one for baby and one for post-birth. I thought, you know, I'll organize it in two different stages and one for the baby so that way I'll know where things are exactly and when I need them. The internet also suggests you should pack your hospital bags by around week 34. Please note that while this is a list I share with all my pregnant friends and random people at the supermarket, it is a list that worked for me and you might have to add things in or take things out accordingly. I went to a public hospital, so I've packed for a two nights and three days stay. So stuff I actually use. Calming room spray with a blend of lavender, lang lang and lemon essential oils, which you can grab from Yumi and Bones website. We were encouraged to make the birthing suite as comfortable and familiar as possible, but you're not allowed to have any open flames. If electric oil burners or diffusers or sprays are your jam, then do bring them with you. My aim was to use those calming oils during labor, but everything happened so quickly I didn't end up using any of the spray. It did come in handy though during the hospital stay as I was so bloody gassy post-birth and the spray was great at hiding the farts. Baby clothes. Singlets, beanies, long sleeve onesies with fold over mittens and feet. Baby blankets, wraps, sleep suits. Terry cloth nappies. You can get these in packs of 12 and I find that they are much better than muslin cloth for cleaning up baby vomits and leaking milk as they're super absorbent. Newborn nappies and baby wipes. We packed about 16 disposable nappies and you could also look into cloth nappies. We didn't start using cloth until Akira was about 6 months old when the poos were more solid and manageable. Nursing crop tops and comfy maternity bras for easy access to boobs. Hair ties. Thongs for the shower for both you and your partner, in case you labour in the shower so you don't have to worry about tinea while going through contractions. Socks, slippers and dressing gowns. Depends how cold you get. I hardly left the bed during our stay and I was topless or in my button-up top, which I had open most of the time, for you guessed it, easy access to boobs. Button-up tops and comfy leggings that still holds your tummy. One of the midwives asked if it would be better for me to wear something looser, so I'm more comfortable. But I went with maternity leggings anyway, as I felt better with the tummy band holding my tummy up. You go from being pregnant to not, and suddenly all your organs have to shift back to where they were nine months ago, and that shit felt really weird. Maternity pads. I packed two packs of Tom's cotton pads. I heard some women opted for incontinence underwear and I think that's a really good idea as you don't have to worry about leakage but you have to find some that would support um, heavy flow. Nice toiletries. It was suggested to use unscented or mildly scented products as you still want your baby to be able to smell your scent. Lip balm. Easily my most used item. Nipple cream if you're planning to breastfeed. Your nipples will hurt for the first few weeks, and I'm talking toe curling hurt. Sometimes they will crack and bleed, which is joy. Um, I used Lancinol nipple cream to soothe my fiery nipples. Big high-waisted undies. 
grab a couple of sizes for extra comfort and reassurance that it would fit the extra large pads and ice blocks comfortably. High waisted in case you have a c-section so it will sit over your wound. Phone charger. Go for the extra long cords. Change of clothes for your partner. What I needed but I didn't pack for. These are the stuff that I asked the midwives for. Baby nails trimmer. Akira was born with witch's claws and she scratched her little face within the first 15 minutes of her life. Unfortunately, the hospital doesn't provide baby nails trimmer nor offering the service of baby nails trimming because hey, there ain't no nail salon. We were told to trim her little dainty nails with our teeth. I've got photos of Dan attempting to do this. Butt grapes cream. Can you guess what butt grapes are? Think about it. No? Yes? Okay, I'll tell you. Hemorrhoids. That's right. You can never be too pretty to have them. Super unfortunate, but it happens to the best of us. Stool softener. I asked a midwife for this and I was told that it was a very good request. Just want my first bowel movement to be as pleasant as possible, you know? Some people have PTSD from giving birth, so I think it's a good idea to not have to worry about that. And it's also good for when you have C-section because easy bowel movement means less straining and you won't hurt your wound. Ural. This is to help take away the sting of your first few peas. Little ice packs for your vag. The room we stayed in had a mini fridge which was full of little ice packs. You just pop them into your undies over your pads and then it suits the clouds of painful marshmallows that your vulva and butthole have become. You can also make these at home. You can make your own pasticles with witch hazel. Extra stuff that I've packed but didn't use. Several heat packs. When I was pregnant, I had several weed bags strapped onto me at all times. On that note, I suggest getting yourself a belly belt to help lift your tummy up. And the one I used came with a heat cold gel pack you put into the pocket of the belly band in the back for my lower back. Just make sure that you bring the gel packs to the hospital as they use hot water to heat up the pack and not the microwave. And you're not allowed to bring weed bags as they're fire hazard apparently. I spent most of my time in the hospital laboring in the shower so I didn't have to use any of my heat packs. Water bottle. There was always ice cold water around at the birthing suite and in your room. Massage balls. I'm talking about those little spiky massage balls. Normally, if I could have a massage every day, I would, but during labor, I did not want to be touched at all. While we're on the topic of balls, bouncing on the fit ball helped heaps during labor and the hospital provides fit balls so you don't have to carry that in with you. Massage oil. What the hell was I thinking? That I was going to the spa? No touching. Music and portable speaker. Dan asked if I needed help with anything and I was like, bro, I got this. However, I get super stressed when I have to pick music for anything and always just go with my go-to playlist, which was timeless love songs on Spotify and that just won't do for labor. I also wanted Dan to feel involved, so I asked him to please create labor playlist for me. I've no idea what's on the playlist, but apparently it was about five to eight hours worth of music. Snacks. We packed nuts, lollies, rice crackers. 
extra clothes. We packed enough clothes, undies and socks for a three day stay, but I didn't change out of my leggings and shirt for pretty much the whole stay. Fancy camera for fancy photos that we didn't really take. I do wish we organized a birthing photographer though. Books and magazines, because I thought I'd have time to do some light reading during labor apparently. Comfy, fluffy towels, because hospital towels are sad and thin like tissue paper. However, I ended up using their ones anyway because I couldn't be bothered taking home damp, fluffy towels. The hospital also provides soft facial tissue-like for their toilet paper, so you don't need to bring any fancy toilet paper if you don't want to, but bring it with you just in case. Labor clothes. I thought once I get to the birthing suite, I'll be changing into labor clothes. You know, something I don't mind getting blood and shit, pun not intended, on. Nope, as soon as I got to the birthing suite, everything but my crop top came off. Nursing pads. Your milk won't come in until about day 3 or 5, and by that time I was already at home. Cooling nipple pads. I used these once while I was leaving the hospital to go home and they were heavenly on my nipples which were on fire, however I never used them again because I couldn't be bothered cleaning my nips every time I needed to feed Akira. Dummies. I was told it would be a good idea to take some dummies with you, but Akira didn't take to any types of dummies at all. You should see the way she looked at me when I gave her anything other than my nipple. If she could have said fuck off mum, she would have. So those are it, those are the hospital bags. Next are a couple of lists of random baby stuff. We'll start with baby wear. Singlets to go under their onesies. Long and short sleeve tops. Full body onesies, anything with zips. They're much easier than snaps, especially at night or when they get to the age where they would just not stay still. Bond's wondersuit are great as they come with fold-over mittens and socks, but note that they do run large. Pants. Best to get ones that comes with little socks, so you don't have to deal with actual socks. You can get actual socks anyway, but sometimes you'll spend ages looking for socks that go missing once you pop them into the wash. Once they start to walk though, get socks with grippy soles. Beanies with pom-poms for extra cuteness. Blankets and wraps. Sleeping bags. Akira keeps getting out of her swaddle no matter how we wrap her. We stopped swaddling her after about day three and popped her into a love to dream sleep suit at night. Much easier. Face washers and towels. Soft sole shoes. This is up to you, but you don't really need um, shoes until your baby start walking. It's also good to get them into shoes early though so they're used to wearing them. For Akira's first birthday, we got giving these shoes that are pretty much socks with rubber soles and they're so easy to put on and take off. Bibs for drools, vomit and milk. There are heaps of different types of bibs for different purposes. Drool bibs, bibs with waterproof side, silicon bibs with fruit catcher. They're all great. Smock for playtime and fruit time. Terry cloth nappies for cleaning, chuck ups and leaky milk. Nursing pads. I found Cole's brand to be the best ones as they're quite thin. You also want the underside to have sticky tapes on both of the top and the bottom of the nursing pad so it actually stays on properly. Maternity pads. You'll bleed heavily for a week or so. After that you can just use heavy or regular pads. 
manual or electric breast pump. You can get single breast pump or double and you don't need to get them brand new either if you don't want to. Clean secondhand ones are totally fine. Haka breast pump. There's this silicon suction breast pump and it's really good for catching letdowns on one boob while you feed or pump from the other. It does take a bit of time to get a hang off and um, if you don't have it suction on properly they do pop out quite easily. Milk bags for express milk to be stored in the freezer. Bottles. Don't buy them until you need them and only buy one at a time. This way if your baby doesn't take to it then you won't have 12 bottles you can't use. Some baby takes to the bottle straight away, some like certain type of teeth and some don't take to bottles at all. Dummies. Same deal as bottles. We wasted about $60 worth on different types of dummies and Akira would have none of it. Baby Panadol and Ornirofen for fevers and teeth pains. Infant's friend for colic and gas. It's good to have them on hand for when you need them rather than having to go out in the middle of the night to get them. A snot sucker is also great to have on hand for when your baby is super congested and snotty. We haven't had to use it yet and I thank the snot gods every time Akira is sick because that shit just sounds super nasty. Thermometer. Get the ones where you point it to their forehead or into their ear to get a temperature. Don't bother with the old school ones where you pop it in the mouth or up the butt because that's, that's, I don't think that's comfortable for anyone. Extra nappies and baby wipes. The key is to buy baby wipes every time you see them on sale at the supermarket while you're pregnant. You'll never not use them. Nappy bin. You don't need specially designed nappy bins if you don't want to. You can just dedicate a bin for dirty nappies or you can just chuck dirty nappies into your everyday bins in your house. But they do get smelly really quickly though so keep that in mind. Baby butt cream for nappy rash. I found Waleda White Mellow Cream worked best for Akira. Baby bath oil and body lotion. Portable foldable bath with a pull out plug in the bottom. Space saving and easy to get water out instead of tipping the whole thing over every time and breaking your back. Bath toys. For when they're able to sit up and play. Also great as a distraction if they don't enjoy bath time. A bassinet for the first few months or you can have your baby straight into the cot. We co-sleep most of the night so the cot is more of a featured piece in the bedroom a lot of the time. You don't need a comforter or a doona because it is a sleeping hazard and if you do use a blanket on your baby make sure that they're tucked right under the mattress and tight. A set of drawers or extra cupboard space for all your baby stuff. Portable change mat. One less piece of furniture to worry about. You can just take the change mat anywhere around the house or you can just use a terry cloth as a change mat, no worries. You may or may not want to get a comfy rocking chair for feeding time. We didn't get one, you know, as one less piece of furniture to worry about, but also I was comfortable feeding Akira on the couch or in bed. Pram? Pick a pram by what you need and what you want from a pram. Make sure you're comfortable navigating it around, putting it together, pulling it apart, as well as making sure that it actually fits in the boot of your car. Oh, and basket space, as well as easily accessible basket. Pram and car liner, just in case they have poo explosions or whatnot in the pram of the car seat, 
you can also just put a blanket down as a barrier. And on that note, don't forget a car seat for your car. Car mirror is super handy as well. You can see what your baby is up to and once they're more aware of their surroundings, they can also see you. A baby carrier. I personally recommend the um, straps and buckles version like the ergo baby ones over the wrapping version only because I couldn't get used to the wrapping version fast enough and I get quite flustered when I have a screaming baby yelling at me to hurry the hell up. A nice padded playmat. You can get cushion fabric ones or rubber ones. Fabric ones are good for when they're potatoes and not crawling yet. We're currently using the rubber ones in our living room and we get them from eBay and they're pretty much um, ones that comes in squares and you put them together like puzzle pieces and that way you can buy to suit the size that you need. A bouncer, ones where your baby kind of half lie, half sit in, which is great from one month onwards until they start rolling around and that way you can have them chill out in the portable seat. A jungle gym. Pop it over your playmat for your baby and you can sit back and relax for about 15 minutes to half an hour depending on the baby. Oh, I guess it's also a good sensory play for your baby as well. White noise or lullaby player for sleep time. There are also great apps on the app store for your phone that you can use. Sensory toys. For anything that have different textures, making noise or things they can chew on. Silicon teethers are great as you can pop them in the freezer which suits their sore gums. Baby toothbrush, for the moment they've got their little teeth so you can get them to get used to the feel of brushing. Toys for prams and car seats. And once they're a bit older, you can get them soft toys for them to cuddle, stacking toys, wooden puzzles, activity cubes and those push and learn walker type toy. Books lots of books it's never too early to start reading to them let them turn and touch the pages i get thick cardboard books so akira doesn't tear out the pages she's super into books with flaps and things she can pull out and feel at the moment sippy cups for when they start solids there are so many to choose from plastic spoons forks plates balls with suctions under them be mindful that if your baby managed to pull off the suction bowl off the high chair and there's food in the bowl, then you probably want to burn the house down rather than clean everything up. You won't need to get this until your baby is about to start solids around four to six months. You can also just get a bumbo or a portable seat instead of a high chair or as well as. A separate going out nappy bag. I suggest to go with a backpack style. We use one with heaps of compartments and we got them from eBay and we used that until Akira was about six months when we don't have to pack a hundred extra set of clothes and 10,000 nappies anymore. Then we just use whatever random bags as her nappy bag. I also pack plastic nappy bags for dirty nappies because that shit is stinky as well as hand sanitizer, baby butt cream and lip balm. The lip balm is for me, for my lips. That's it. Let me know what you think on our Instagram at Birthing Babes Podcast. Feel free to shoot me a message if there's anything I missed, uh, if you think it should be on the list as well. Thanks for listening. And if you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe, follow and rate the podcast on iTunes and Spotify. Okay, bye.